1: And three hundred and sixty-five day returns.
2: William, yes, Jordan. I think you should start the episode today. Why do you think that? I don't know. I just feel like a change. And what have I done to deserve this honour? Um, five series in. F- don't know. I just, I just, I think you should start the. Episode. All right. Well, before you change your mind. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like what do you do if you hear a grinder notification from your straight friend's phone? And what do you do if you don't know how many times an oyster fork has? And, of course, what should you do if you've sexted your boss? But, Jordan North, We're not your usual agony aunts.
3: No, we're not, William (laughs) Haddon. William Haddon.
2: I feel our friendship is closer than ever.
3: Uh, What is going on? No, we're not, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert. I'm more sweetest, you're more elitist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Okay, give me one more,
3: give me one more, give me one more. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm more bloke called
2: Pete, you're more elite. <laughs> Jordan, you really need to work on your rhyming. Okay, wait there.
3: This is why I wanted you to start oh, the episode. Possible. Cause I wanted to do this. Doing I wanted to do, I'm to do the I'm more I'm more chic, you're more bleak. Great. <laughs> I'm more swanky, you're more
2: wanky. Right. I mean, these really are getting worse and worse, and they didn't start off brilliantly well either. I've got some for you for future episodes. I'm more top dollar, you're
3: more blue collar. Oh, that's that's not bad. I'm more classy, you're more lassie. Hmm, not so good. I'm more 24-carat, you're just
2: a carrot. (laughs) I mean, they're not great. (laughs) Let's be honest.
3: <laughs> this is why I started Let's the not let's not tamper with the formula. No,
2: it's it's you know what, it's worked so far. Um, this is what well, That was a that was a nice social experiment that failed. Very much like Milton Keynes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> let's just stick to what we know, shall we? Um, yes. Yes. So, uh, I'm in my Oval office. I oh, know I'm not I'm reading the wrong bit. <laughs> I'm completely thrown now. I'm completely off Should team. we just
2: go to the gin and a bonnet? I mean, everyone, they know that we're still social distancing. Just... We, you haven't even come round to sit in my garden at a two metre distance. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. Waiting. Have you got a car? I could do that, can't I? Have you got a car? No, I just thought about that. I could walk to you. I mean, set off now, you'll be with me by series seven. <laughs> William's just been on, at
3: the time of recording, has been on this morning, talking about what are you talking about. Hot tubs.
2: Uh, hot tubs. Yeah. All d- the quality. Do you know,
3: I, I don't mind getting in a hot tub, but it is a bit weird. I, I've, I've talked about this before. I was in the Lake District and I uh, ended up in a hot tub with all my mates. And then a few of them got out to get drinks. And then me and my mate and my mate's girlfriend were left in the hot tub. And it was like, so, the lakes, the Lake District. Yep. Bet you just didn't know where to put your face. Having fun in the Lake District. I was like, so awkward. I was like, you know what they say? You may leave the Lake District, but the Lake District doesn't leave. I'm going to go and check on them drinks, see where they are. It's really awkward. Um, Are we doing a toast?
2: Uh, Yeah, well, yes. um, I have actually forgotten to uh, find someone to toast.
3: God, this episode's going tits up, isn't it? Um, Should we toast the football season coming back since the episode? When's it coming
2: back? The 20th of June, is it, the weekend. The twentieth of June. I mean that's a few weeks away. But how are they doing the crowds? Well then there's not gonna be any crowds. It's gonna right. be behind closed doors. Well it'll be no different for a game at Burnley.
3: <laughs> oh get you in a football pants. <laughs> Let's toast to the football season coming back to great news.
2: Fantastic news. To the football season. Mary Poppins is still cancelled. Oh no, have you heard any latest from old Mary? Well, they've cancelled all shows up until the 20th of August. There we
3: go. How's your week been? Apart from being on this morning.
2: Oh yeah, highlight of the week. Nice to, nice to do some work. It's uh, it's fine, thank you very much. Very exciting with my neighbour, not Leanne, the other neighbour. Tom, her, her boyfriend, lovely Tom, as we call him. Uh, I feel he and I took our relationship... Why don't you call me lovely Jordan? Well, I was always taught not to lie. Right, go on anyway. Simple as that. Anyway, Lovely Tom, uh, he and I took our relationship to the next level. And we docked hoses. (laughs) Because when we moved here, there's only one tap in this building, and it's in Lovely Tom's garden. And my hose isn't long enough to connect to his tap Tom very kindly went on to Amazon and ordered a male-male adapter, which <laughs> piqued my interest. And then I ordered a hose as well. And then we we put them together so I could jet wash the terrace. You and Tom docked. We did. And the the brand of our hose... I had to buy, obviously, the same type of hose that he has for, in order for the male-male adapter to work. And the brand of hose he has, and you can buy it on Amazon, is called Homos. No, it's not. <laughs> It is. You Google it. Homos. Is it actually? I'm not good. So there were two homos docking on the terrace. <laughs> and I can assure you, the terrace is beautifully clean now. Isn't docking like... I, we splashed out and it was as good as new. <laughs> and did Tom enjoy your docking on the terrace? He was very keen. We are going to do it at the weekend, but I got this little knock on the door saying, are you free? Can we do it now? Leanne's gone out. So we did it then. Right. Okay. Wow.
3: Is it, I'm sure docking's a sex move, isn't it? A sex act.
2: It isn't in this part of London. Just Google now, men docking. All I'm getting is, is natty ways to store your iPad. Docking. Yeah
3: I'm sure it's I might
2: have Oh no I'm on Urban Dictionary Oh Let's put it this way I don't think you can Dock if you're circumcised Oh Oh Bill Oh Is that how Mm. they do it In that capacity Obviously If you've got a homos You've got a male male adapter (laughs) You can dock it To your heart's content And jet wash your terrace Okay Brilliant With or without Lovely Tom
3: Thanks to uh, thanks to clear that out. Oh, I forgot to how's uh, how's your week been? Oh, yeah, it's been good actually. You've just reminded me. Um, I've got something
2: for you, I've ordered something in for you.
3: Hang on,
2: oh. you've ordered something I'm for me, just done a
3: run, and I'm uh, uh, especially for you when you come round. I've got you. a teacup a teacup for you my little teacup it's from um, I just got it off Amazon because I know that you won't drink from a mug so um, it's very sweet that you think I'm actually going to
2: come round do you approve of this is this up to your standards I mean it's 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 classic it's uh, it hasn't got a foot so it's a more modern design
3: what do you mean it's uh, got a it's foot. white it's a cup how can it have a foot well my,
2: my teacups I mean I've only got a water goblet here but my teacups have like a, a separate foot which generally means they're slightly more expensive. Oh, sorry. Because um, you have to put two two separate things together. But no, look, I'm detracting from your teacup. It's it's very the, how kind of you, Jordan.
3: Thank you. I thought. Can
2: you show me the rim? Yeah. You get your mouth around that, can't you? Yeah, that's you go. Oh. Mmm. That's nice. That's it. That's it. That's a. Oh, Ben, don't do that. Ben's doing the.
3: How can I put this? He's doing the... Uh... Ben look very convincing, let's put it that way. If you've, if you've ever seen Hannibal, it looked like that. <laughs> we'll have some lava beans and Chianti. <laughs> Why is it you don't drink
2: out of mugs again? I know you've told me this before. Because I just find them... I, I don't like being confronted, and don't twist my words here, with an overwhelming amount of liquid. What? You drink loads of coffee, though, and loads yes, of Yes, in smaller cups, and I prefer to have a lot more coffee in smaller cups, in more manageable quantities, than a great big vessel that is a mug. And generally I find that drinks served in a mug, whether it's tea or coffee, generally are poorly made, whereas a drink served in a tea or a coffee cup is better made. That's bollocks.
3: What a load of bull! So is that why it's nothing to do with etiquette reasons? There is no etiquette you can drink well, out. I mean,
2: look, it's a nicer experience. I, 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 there, lots of people will agree that things taste nicer off proper china or with proper cutlery or out of a proper glass rather than, than a chunky glass or a proper teacup and saucer. You're saying a meal tastes better off proper china with proper cutlery? Yes, and I think you find, and you will be surprised when we put this out on socials, I th- when we'll do, we'll do a poll then, note it down, People will agree with me. More people will agree with me than you think.
3: I have never heard you talk, and and you do this for a living, I have never heard you talk so much shite in all my life. That is, oh, actually, is it like when you get a pint glass in a plastic <laughs> pint glass?
2: Yes, it's, it's exactly the same. It won't taste as nice as if you had it in a proper pint yeah,
3: glass. And, and sometimes if you get a Guinness in like, they don't put it in a proper Guinness glass.
2: Is it like that?
3: Could it be like... But then again, that's like saying... It's order, exactly the same. So you're telling me you order a McDonald's, right? And I know you love a Mackey's. What? Mr. Fast Food, Mike is worried about you getting diabetes. <laughs> you get a... You get a... <laughs> Carry on. You get a fast food. So you go to McDonald's. And you get it home and put it on a nice bit of china, you're telling me it tastes better.
2: Regardless of what the food is, it'll taste nicer on proper china than out of the bag. Totally disagree. Totally disagree, but there we go. I've got you your mug. Gene Diva's let, let me know your thoughts. Well thank that's so kind of you. I've got your cup in to fill your And tea that is just up. a teacup. Now, to be fair, you need to go and get me a coffee cup now.
3: Well what that is a, what do you mean? You can put tea and coffee no, in that. No,
2: because a tea a teacup tapers a coffee cup is is like a mug. Picture a mug is that it's the same shape all the way down. It's a square. Oh, a coffee you are. Cup is, is squatter. Gene Davis. Same shape.
3: This is what I've got to put up with. This is what I've got to put up
2: with. Well, you don't have to. I put order up with him, I
3: order him a pissing teacup online,
2: and apparently he won't drink coffee out of it. God. Well, I mean, I, I would. I would rather drink coffee out of that than out of. A mug. Seriously. But what you'll find with proper coffee in a teacup is that the coffee granules will taper, follow the shape of the teacup and settle on the bottom and the coffee will almost split and you'll have sort of a a thick sludge on the bottom of the teacup and quite sort of light brown liquid at the top after time. Mikey deserves a
3: medal. He he deserves an an MBE at least. At least. For putting up with you. OBE, I think. Speaking of teacups, you just reminded me, did you see my, uh,
2: mm. and tea, did you see my tweet that went viral? Well, how could I miss it? This week. I mean, you've got a funny definition of viral. Well, got picked you up. You messaged on our group going, oh, it's gone viral, and I I felt that desperate need to exert my superiority and just send you the metrics of my own viral tweet from the start of last year. But anyway, but yeah, carry on, it's not about me. Tosser. Um...
3: I sent a tweet, and UK banter picked it up, and I think British memes picked it up, and one of the Bibles, I think it was U- lad, uh, one of them, I don't know, Archbishop of Banterbury, they picked it up. So it's quite a few, you know, all those like social media platforms, you know, the ones I'm on about. So um, I mm. sent a tweet. In case you didn't follow them it, all, I was sunbathing at the weekend, and a thought came to my mind, and here's my tweet in the fridge. Okay. I'm a few beers in, but did anyone else in Year 7 have homework where you had to write a letter to your family, pretending to be a Roman soldier, and then stain it with a tea bag so it looked old? I just had this random thought while sun- sunbathing and I can't stop laughing to myself.
2: Wow. And that went viral. Did you never do that at school? Lockdown cannot be eased soon enough. Ben, did you ever do that at school? Yeah. What year and for what subject was
3: this history? Year seven history was learning about the Romans because I went to school in Kirkham and that was a big Roman town. So you'd write a letter like, Dear Mum and Dad, it's Jordan. I am missing you all, but I am doing this for the Empire.
2: Please will you send me a box of... I think Mum and Dad were two key Roman terms. Yeah.
3: I am currently in a small Lancashire town
2: in Kirkham I am missing you all. And it's fucking awful. (laughs) Why the hell did we bother to invade up here? (laughs) Please will
3: you send me a Kinder Buena, some Fanta Fruit Twist and some Spaghetti Oops? Lots of love, Jordan. All hail Caesar. I'm trying to think what I was into back then in Year 7. That's Kinder Buenas. I was obsessed with Fanta Fruit Twist. Thank God you've got out of this. And... Spaghetti oops, that was like what I was into in year seven. So you'd put something like that, and then you'd this was your homework. Then you'd stain it with your tea bag. So you'd get the tea bag wet, stain it, and then what type of tea? Oh, for, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what type of tea for this. It doesn't matter. You could use Thai food, which is the shit tea. No offense if you drink Thai food. And then you'd burn the edges with a lighter to make it look old. Or you could, or you put it in the oven, and some people put coffee on it. And then a lot of people got back to me and was like, well, actually, we did this in, like, year four, year five, when we were studying about the
2: Victorians. A lot of people did it as a treasure map. So I was reminded after seeing that tweet, absolutely everywhere, because obviously it got, got retweeted and reposted. Oh, for uh, and I actually thought, well, I don't know if I ever did that. I can't even remember what I did as a school project. All that money spent on my education, I can't remember any of it. Uh, and so I thought I'd ask my mother what i did so she sobered herself up and she managed to send me some photographs of my school projects and it's all come flooding back to me in year five we had to make a roman shield
3: does your why did uh, you learn about them Polish. in year five and i only learned about the romans in year seven
2: well i mean do you want me to point out the obvious no as your mom kept all your schoolwork and stuff she has. We don't have the Roman Shield, although I do remember, basically, none of us could really be bothered to do that, so we subcontracted that out to the handyman to produce, so he produced the Roman Shield. <laughs> the... <laughs> you chose. Very good. It had a proper boss. Can you remember oh. a boss, B-O-S, on the, on the front?
3: What was your handyman called? Nick. Nick, darling, come here, Nick. William has homework due next week for Roman Shield. I'm very pissed we don't want to help him. And then slowly, William's mother slides in a £10 note in his top pocket, slaps him on the cheek and says, be a good handyman, Nick, and make a shield for William's Year 10 homework.
2: Thank you, darling. So I also did other projects. Uh, So in Year 8, I did an art project on the uh, painter Joseph Wright of Derby, who was very good at experimenting with light, by William Hansen in... 8AP. You're
3: Oh, you've used word art there as well. You're clever. Yes, word art was very popular when you've I was. You've used growing
2: word up. art there. I was obsessed with. Word. My mum's see, my mum's artless. She don't keep any of that. And then the other project I did was comparing the two supermarkets in the town and seeing which had the best quality of shopper. So it was who was who? What were the two supermarkets? So the the two supermarkets that we had near us where I was growing up at the time were Tesco and Summerfield. <laughs> And I've written here differences between Summerfield and Tesco Today, Tesco is considered very upmarket And now beats Sainsbury's on many products And has even supplied the Queen with Christmas puddings And champagne recently came out with the best taste So no, I didn't stain anything with a teabag I loved teabagging, honestly it was, it was a great
3: bit of homework I said to Joe, my housemate, I, think I said this weekend Because we're bored, we should do some
2: teabagging you know, just for crap. Yeah, they say find something at school that you love and make it a career.
3: You uh, you and Mike up for a bit of teabagging? <gasps> Let's do it. You and Cat. No, do we, some we prefer loose leaf. You and Cat do some teabagging this weekend, Ben. I'll do some, and we'll all out re- write each other letters, pretending we're Roman soldiers. Ben, you can be a Victorian. I'll be a Roman. And did you ever do
2: Latin at school, <laughs> William? We barely did English at my school. Never mind Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if I said "Caiquelius Destin Horto," you don't know what I mean. You've got an STI. O S T Mustis Unt. Oh my God. Latin. All right. Latin declension. Okay, okay. If
3: remember. I said "Dans ma famille, earlier, y persons Dans ma famille. Ma mère Wendy, mon père Graham. Basically, the only thing I could say was, "Hi, my name's Jordan. I have three brothers, and we like to go to the cinema." <laughs>
2: Nice. Did you do any other languages? You, you, you did French. You did English. Was that it? Yeah, I just did French, and then I dropped it for GCSEs. Yeah.
3: What were your GCSEs? Oh God, now we're talking. Maths, English, science.
2: Yeah, we all did those. Uh, food tech, food technology, media studies. You even did a. You did a. You did a. You did a GCSE in food, and you still cook corned beef hash. <laughs> media studies. We had to make. Did I never tell you this story? Well, I don't know. Tell me the story. So I did
3: GCSE food technology, right? And every week, my coursework was you had to make... I decided to make a cheesecake healthier. So you do things like get low-fat cheese. I remember coming home one day with my cheesecake, and it meant I'd have to leave school an hour later so none of the bullies could nick my cakes. Because if they seen you... Were
2: they the same bullies that would grab your hearing aid?
3: Yeah, they were the same bullies that got my hearing aid. They also had a lot of my cheesecake on my expense. (laughs) Basically, if you did food tech, me and my mate Pete, we used to wait behind school because people would like kick it out your hand and stuff or rob it off you and eat your cake or like shove it in your face. All part of growing up. So I remember getting home, I'd like snuck, snuck home in between all the streets and that, so no one would nick me cakes or like kick them out my hand. I got home and my dad was asleep on the settee and I remember he, had his, like, he, was, he was still in his army uniform. And um <laughs> And I went, oh, dad, I've got more cheesecake. And he went, bloody cheesecake. I'm sick of you making pissing cheesecake every week. It's costing me a fortune in ingredients. Why don't you do woodwork like your brother's? And then he kicked this magazine rack and that my brother had met him in woodwork. And I'll never forget that moment. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Do you think I need to need see a psychiatrist? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's too late for that. Do you think
3: I should go through therapy? Because <laughs> that just came from nowhere,
2: that story. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> there's it's, gonna be a lot to talk there's about?
3: It's gonna be a lot. Can you imagine if I like I tell these stories as a joke and my psychiatrist like, be like, oh my god, that's the most awful thing I've learned. It's like, oh it just my daddy were like that. I remember once I come home from school as well and I said, Oh, can I go on um history trip? There was a history trip to France. And he went, he had a look at the sheet of paper, he went, yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a look at this. He went, oh, fantastic, history. Yeah. He said, go and get me shoes. I went, right, well, he went, go and get me shoes. He went, what for? He went, I'll go to that money tree end at Garden, shall I?
2: <laughs> I once went on an English trip to Russia.
3: You went on an English trip to Russia? Yes. We went kayaking in the lakes, are you joking? What other trips did you go on, school trips? Tell me. Uh,
2: We did the choir trip to Venice, uh, where I sung in St Mark's uh, Basilica.
3: Right, already in school Um, you were more travelled than I am now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, jolly good, Jordan. Are you ready for your joke of the week?
3: Joke of the week. Here we go. Jordan's jolly joke of the week. I read a horror book in Braille. And I'll tell you the punchline. I sent
2: you this joke. <laughs> Don't you pretend this is yours. I sent you this. I should do
1: this. Stop being a little bitch.
3: And I'll tell you the punchline after the break.
1: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
2: Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health
0: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com slash style
3: so I'm reading a horror book in braille something bad's gonna happen I can feel it
2: I sent you that
3: oh give him his bloody thank you William Hansen I've got another one for you Moving on from last week, I got a theme on Viagra. I've just learnt the medical name for Viagra. It's my cocks are flopping. (laughs) I'm organising a charity ball next week for people who struggle to reach orgasm. Just let me know if you can't come. (laughs) There's a theme... Uh, Thanks again to Dad Jokes on Instagram for that
2: Yeah, I did not Those last two jokes I had nothing to do with I just want to point out Um, Right, thank you very much for your letters that we'll now get to If you want to get in touch with us with any problem It's sextedmyboss.com Click on contact Handwritten letters if you do send us uh, one Might be read out in series 12 uh, By the time that we're all out of lockdown What? I've missed my ASOS order Are you joking? How have you missed it?
3: Oh, I um, surely... don't know. Right. I mean, can, can, uh, just before you start questions, could our producer look hmm. any more bored right now? He's led in his bed, producing, inserted commas. What's that what you do with your
2: fingers? In- inverted commas, oh. not inserted
3: commas. <laughs> <laughs> He's producing, inverted commas, looking like looking like we're boring him to death. Oh,
2: it's just gone. What does that say? Is this going to be a bad episode then? Sorry. Right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Uh, this one has come in to us on email help at sexidmyboss.com. Hello all. I've been building up to writing this for a while as I can't stand poo related stories, but I feel that the current situation could bring the matter to a head. When lockdown began, I moved in with the guy that I've been seeing. In that time, we've made it official and we've been very much loved up. But there's one skeleton that I'm terrified will emerge from the closet after a few G&Ds. I should also mention that we have worked together since September and were in the same social group before we started dating. (coughs) But after a particularly boozy night out, I went back to the house he shares with colleagues for pizza. Nothing underwalled happened, but I did leave behind my purse and keys and barely remember anything else of the evening. During an intense moment of beer fear the next day, I remember desperately needing the toilet once I'd left their house. And with an automatically locking door, I couldn't get back in. So I'm ashamed to say that I did an enormous... Shit. Somewhere in my soon-to-be boyfriend's fully paved garden and ran away. Safe to say, the following Monday, I almost packed my bags and fled the country in embarrassment rather than show my face at work. Oh, my... Returning to the present day We sometimes talk about that night Although the gift on the driveway Has never been mentioned However I live in constant fear Of being outed Should I maintain a dignified silence On the assumption that he doesn't know Or blame a dog Your advice would be greatly appreciated Hope to see you both live Once this is all over And I promise not to shit myself again When the day comes Kind regards, Anonymous
3: (laughs) Amazing Actually, two things do you think this could be Mikey? Reference the poo in your plant pot.
2: Well, we've we've been dating for a lot longer than that.
3: I reckon this could be Leanne. I said Leanne had had a poo in your garden, right? Second thing, okay, to make you feel better, anonymous. I can never say it, anonymous. My older brother did this, right? He once came round to our house when he was in the army. We didn't. Oh, he once came round to surprise us, but we were all out. And he really needed a poo, so he pooed in a shoebox that was in the bin outside. And um, my dad...
2: <laughs> I mean, I've never nothing t- surprises me.
3: I've never told anyone... <laughs> my dad then, a couple of days later... <laughs> oh, Jordan, I'm crying. I've never told anyone... <laughs> Dad, a couple of days later went out to flatten the recycling and he stamped on the shoebox and he had flip-flops on and all the poo went in between his toes. <laughs> so he he come in the house screaming, saying to my mum, Wendy! Who's in a shoebox outside? And my mum went, Oh, it'll be a dog. And my dad went, Oh, a dog. And it'll wipe its ass with paper and put the lid back on. Don't talk stupid. For about three months, we didn't know who pooed in the shoebox outside. Every time one of my friends would answer the door, he'd go, did you shit in a shoebox outside in my garden? And my mates would be like, no, it weren't me, Graham, honestly. And then we finally mentioned it again in passing. And my brother went, oh, that were me. And my dad went, you what? He went, yeah, come round to the house uh, to see if you are in. But none of you were there. So, to Anonymous, I'd keep it to yourself. And it sounds like you're really struggling with it inside knowing you did this. <laughs> don't worry. It's probably more common than
2: what you think. I mean, I really don't think it is. Do you not? I think it's in very select parts of the Northwest.
3: <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So, yeah. I wish you had. My poor dad. <laughs> like
2: that story Ben. Shall we move on? (laughs) This next one is from Essie. Dear Jordan and William, brackets, I'm putting Jordan first since I assume we agree more about politics than William. Sorry. Well, Essie, it's not a democracy on this podcast. So, dear William and Jordan, I'd appreciate your input regarding showering after 10pm in a block of flats of about 15 separate households. Our building's tenancy rules state that between 10pm and 7am any noise is prohibited. Me and my partner, they mean my partner and I, disagree vehemently whether or not this includes having a quick shower past 10pm. I don't think it's a noisy affair. However, he fears it disturbs the neighbours and violates the rules. What? As I am an evening showerer, he will sigh, tut and shake his head if I nip into the shower at, say, 10.03pm. We live in Finland. Ah, hyper. We live in Finland, where working from home is still recommended until September. We have been in each other's company 227 7 Twenty-two seven. On app, maybe they have shorter days and yeah, oh, on they? average. No since. way.
3: What they say? Twenty-two because it's shorter. Like we said. No, I
2: mean I, no, Jordan. I mean when I said I think they have shorter days, that was a joke. Every country has twenty-four hours in a day. Yeah, yeah. but it gets darker. And- yes. No, but they still have twenty-four hours in a day. Yeah, but It was it was a joke I know it gets darker That's why it was a joke Yeah but in Iceland Their days are shorter Because sometimes They only have like An hour's daylight Oh I'm being thick As I'm totally with you Honestly I mean In your education You were too busy Staining pieces of paper With tea bags I mean I was actually Doing useful things <laughs> We've been in each other's company 22-7 on average since March, minus daily exercise taken separately. This means that without a ruling on the matter, months of arguing on the subject will still be happening. So, is it appropriate to shower late in the evening, or is it subjecting neighbours to noise? For the record, flats in Finland rarely have baths, ours doesn't, I never hear sounds from the toilets of other flats, but footsteps and excited children's play has been known to travel. C. Showering in the morning is not an option due to me being a lazy git. And D. I don't drink alcohol, but appreciate a good D. Love from Essie. You see, Essie, our politics may be different, but we do have something in common.
3: I'm a late night shower as well, especially in this heat. You feel like you like to get a quick shower before How night. late, though? Um, well, last night I showered at 11 o'clock. I went for a run at nine. I got back at ten just before it was getting dark, and I showered about 11.
2: Is there anything in your tenancy agreement that stops you from showering that late? No, because every Tom Dick and Harry does what they want round here anyway. In their letter, Essie and their partner has said that in the tenancy agreement, there is a rule saying no noise after 10pm. If that's in the contract and you have signed it, that's in the contract. If you don't like the rules, move. It's as straightforward as that. Rules are there to be broken, and a, a late-night shower is hardly banging the walls with an hammer or having loud orgies, is it? I would start it at maybe 5 to 10, turn the taps off at 10, conserve water, you don't need to, to waste that much water, make it a quick shower. You don't need to have a long shower. Bore off. You shower when you want. It's your house, it's your shower. Next question. Hello William and Jordan I'm writing to you with relationship advice regardless of whether I think you two are qualified as Jordan likes a kinky dressing gown belt and William is in a monogamous relationship to build a Mikey What's, However, mo- I what think what's both monogamous of
3: you- mean again? It's why you don't have sex What's what? What's mo- monogamous you-
2: no, Monogamous is not when you don't have sex it means when you're only having sex with one person <gasps> am I, Ben's am I just corrected William again. What is happening to you? Apparently,
3: Ben's think, just to said be honest, you're saying monogamous. That was the drink. drink.
2: That you're was saying, the drink. But uh, what
3: is happening? Oh, go on, go and get your little dictionary out. Um, oh, so that's what is it? Where people? Don't tell me where people are in an open relationship. Polygamous. Polygamous. Hey, hey, it's all the rage that down here in London. Very
2: much each to their own. But when I moved down there, there's uh, it's to each their own actually to each their own each to their own yes is it? I think but, each yeah. to own is splitting the infinitive but anyway I was
3: we. speaking to this couple who were in an open relationship and we ended up having a great night take that what you will
2: <laughs> we did by the way we did shall we just start again and pretend none of that ever happened why why I'm writing to you with relationship advice, regardless of whether I think you two are qualified, as Jordan likes a kinky dressing gown belt and William is in a monogamous relationship to build a Mikey. However, I think both of you can relate to the subject. Me and my best friend, third letter in a row, my best friend and I are both in love with each other. We met on Tinder over a year ago as a hookup, but very quickly realised that it was much more. Anyway, fast forward a year and we are living together, kissing, cuddling and sleeping in the same bed every night. And quite frankly, we are in love with each other as we have both admitted to each other. Sounds perfect, right? But the catch is he doesn't want to be my boyfriend because he's scared of ruining things between us. And as he said, and I quote, he loves me too much. So the question is, William and Jordan, how do you stay just best friends with a person you are in love with? Many thanks from an original g and Diva since episode one, Keris. Oh, you were ever in love with a best friend, Jordan? Any best friends that you just desperately love?
3: Um, oh, you, are you hinting at you? Oh. Um, no, but Ben very sweetly is waving. I mean, that's sweet, I've Ben. Just ben, turn your webcam off. I'd rather shove a rusty needle down there than you, mate. Uh,
2: very similar experience. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've Any th- best friends? Anyone springing to mind? William,
3: like I've told you many times before, in Monaco, after a few drinks, we are never going there. So stop it. We're just friends. Keris, it seems like he's giving you the runaround a bit there. You don't hug and kiss and sleep in the same bed as your best friends.
2: I mean, I'll be honest with you. Mikey and I, we were best friends for quite some time. For those that don't know, Mikey, pre-building site, used to work in London at ITV. And Mikey was at university with some of my very good friends and... I met him when I went to go and visit my friends, and we sort of said hello. And then when I started doing the seminal, let's do lunch with Gino and Mel, Mikey would come into my dressing room, as it were, and say hello. And we sort of chatted, and we sort of got, got friendly. And then he would come and visit. You had to drop the Gino and
3: Mel in there, didn't you?
2: And uh, we, you know, we we became very friendly, and. A year or so before we actually finally became an item, it was quite obvious that we were in a relationship. Now, I'll be perfectly honest, we were not doing half of the things that Keris and her best friend were doing. It was purely platonic, but we were speaking a lot. And it got to the point where, yes, it was sort of, what was this? Was this uh, a relationship? Was this not a relationship? And, And we won't go into a huge amount of detail, but we were both very honest with each other. Uh, it was emotional at points, but luckily, it's turned out all right. So, Keris, if you truly believe that, I'd say stick at it, really. But for your own sanity, set a limit. And if if you go past that limit or that, that deadline, then so be it. At least you tried.
3: I'm not even going to add anything to that. That was beautifully articulated, William Hansen.
2: Thank you very much. Shall we continue? mm mm-hmm. This is from Caris, not to be confused with Caris, who we just had. There's only one vowel's difference between their name, but here comes Caris. Dear Messrs. Handsome and up north, I hope this finds you safe and well. Thank you for keeping us cheerful during lockdown. Oh, I've thanks. been feeding my neighbour's cat for a couple of months because he was out of the country when the pandemic hit. The cat is very sweet, and although I don't know him very well, my neighbour seems pleasant, so it's been no problem. He's returned home at the weekend and, as we chatted through his kitchen window, he invited me to a socially distanced thank-you lunch in his garden. I accepted to be polite, but there is a problem. His home is disgusting. Ugh. Judging by the kitchen and sitting room I suspect that he's never washed The cat's bowl or litter bin Both of which I found myself hosing down In my garden while he was away Ugh. He had left dirty dishes in the sink Rotting food in the general waste And I'll wager he's never seen a vacuum cleaner I dread to think what his bedroom and bathroom must be like As he invited me I watched him rinse off plates that were thick With dried on fo- actually generally reading this Thick with dried on food Using only cold water And put them straight on the drying rack right. actually it made me feel physically sick there is absolutely nowhere I'm eating anything prepared in his kitchen and I'm certainly not using his crockery, cutlery or glassware how can I get out of this? I can hardly claim to be busy given that we're in lockdown next door to each other best wishes Caris well
3: Caris I wish you could see William now because he's got a face like a bulldog licking piss off a thistle I'd rather go and sit in Lizzie Cundy's hot tub <laughs> I'm going to sound very William hanson here, but in school, I think it was in year nine, year ten, I went to stay at a friend's house for a sleepover, and his house was scruffy. I remember, it. it even now you can still smell the cat piss, and he was a lovely lad. I had to ring my mum to come and pick me up, in like the middle of the night, because I just couldn't sleep in there, it was horrible.
2: And what did you say? I just said, "I'm." It's absolutely Filthy with dust, Mum It's top to toe Filthy
3: Oh my God, I love your impression of a young me
2: Camp young Jordan Camp young Jordan's great It's just disgusting All day I've just wanted to run around with a mop And have a squirt and a wife (laughs) Yeah, you just There's only one option She's got to pretend she's got the rona And she can't go anywhere near him you can't pretend you've got the old COVID,
3: so you can't go into his scruffy house. I think you just you you've gotta be firm here. You've just got to be like, no, you're alright, thanks. And every time you invite you around, they'll get the hint and not invite you around anymore.
2: You can actually just say that you're a lactose-free, gluten-free celiac.
3: No, just 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 keep saying no,
2: find excuses. Keep finding excuses, you will, and they'll get the hint. You need to do a Maggie Thatcher 1990s. No, no. No.
3: And look how that ended up. She was out of office by the start of the century, decade. Shit, I
2: always get them two mixed up. Two busy staining pieces of paper with tea bags.
3: Did I tell you my? Oh, before we go, have I told you about? Or should I save that? For, I'll tell you what. I'll save it for next week. I'll, I'm going to tell you Gosh. about my stunning neighbours that live below me.
2: they are a couple, and they're absolutely stunning. Jordan, I think we deserve a little bit uh, Thank you, I mean, I'll I'll make sure I'm back next week Um, Something that we should, I think, just address And let's be honest with our g and Next week's episode was meant to be our last episode of this series But g and we love you so much And we are aware that life is a little bit gloomy at the moment We have decided to continue Yeah um, For at least one more episode than we promised Well, yeah
3: to be honest, this is the only thing that's keeping us all sane. It's like the highlight of our week, so we don't want to stop. And if you don't want us to stop, then we're happy. So
2: this episode, we do it for Jordan's sanity. This episode ends really. We stop recording, and then Jordan, Ben, and I play North's knockoffs just to make Jordan feel <laughs> like he's still active. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs>
3: Uh, but yeah, if, if you want us to continue, we will. So get in touch. William, how
2: can you get in touch? Uh, SextedMyBoss.com Jordan, it's been a pleasure once more. William Hansen, it's been a pleasure. Ben, if I don't have the last say
3: on the podcast this week, then I'm going to be, I'm not coming back next week. I'm going on strike. Goodbye. Bye. No, don't be a dick. Bye.